right? Everybody takes magnesium supplements. They're, they're stressed. They have their, their adrenals are firing too much. You can just use pearl powder to get your magnesium and your calcium that you're trying to get. And you can toss any of the vitamins and supplements that you're taking with calcium and magnesium. Well, hello, freedom lovers. Welcome to another episode of the Freedom Media Network podcast. If you're listening, welcome. And today we have another treat for your ears. If you're watching, sorry, you got to look at me for the next half hour, 40 minutes, whatever. But thank you so much. I'm your host, Kurt Mercadante. Today we bring you another wonderful guest. And if you've been around for a while, back in January of this year, it's 2022 as we record this, we had today's guest on and we were talking about 12 ways to cultivate your health. We have him back on today. We're going to talk about some cool things, some specific products. Our guest is Matt Roski, founder or co-founder of Cultivate Elevate, which is a wonderful organic superfood company. I know we don't call we don't call them supplements; they're superfoods, mushroom powders, uh, shilajat. Um, and today we're going to talk about dragon's blood and pearl. They are organic. Some of them are vegan. They're all gluten free. They are all healthy. They're all meant to help you cultivate your health. Matt, welcome to the show again. Thank you, thank you. I'm happy yeah. to Yeah, yeah, and we both kind of discovered before the show that we both come from Chicagoland, yep. so uh, we have that. We're refugees, you know. There's down in Phoenix. There's a lot more Illinois and Chicago refugees I noticed than when we were in South Carolina. Um, but certainly now, uh, there, I talked to, I did a, uh, a, a live stream earlier with someone from California, and and that's you know, it's like. Sedona is like a refugee camp for people who have fled California over the last yeah. few years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people are moving. I think people are just over a lot of the nonsense, you know, so they're leaving something that doesn't make a lot of sense anymore. And, you know, maybe they hit their threshold or that point where they just said enough is enough. You know, like this is, that's kind of how, I mean, that's what happened with me. It was that this was enough and I'm just good. And it just didn't seem right. And then when I came out, when we started visiting out here and we visited a couple other places, I was like, this is how everybody else lives. Okay. I like this. <laughs> this I, I can support this. I can support putting my money towards that or, you know, paying money towards the, the surrounding areas because everybody else is also into the same things. And, um, that was the one thing I noticed too, was how healthy everything about health, you know, everywhere you go, Scottsdale, Sedona, you know, all yeah, any part of Arizona, very, very healthy, very hiking oriented, going outside, being connected to nature, you know, superfoods, organic, you know, the farmer's markets are booming. You know, you go to the farmer's market, very busy. So a lot of things that really resonated with me and us when we, you know, took the adventure to leave Illinois, which for me just never felt correct. And the energy always felt off. Of course, the energy here is very powerful and very in tune. You, you can tell people I'll go out on the trails and, and I I've taken to, and I think I saw a post from you. You like to go out in the heat. Yes. Um, and I love going out at like one, two in the afternoon. Now it's 105 here. It's probably 120 where you are, yep. but there's no one on the trails. And, but when I'm out on the trails, I can notice someone who is from a different state than here because it could be a hundred degrees and they're wrapped head to toe like it's a blizzard because they are so terrified of nature and yes. the sun. And I can tell growing up in Illinois, that was it. There wasn't much sun, but when it did come out, slather your kids and carcinogens, right? Yes. And it's sad because, you know, that's what we were told, you know, the whole sunscreen thing and lather up our body with SPF. 
And a lot of those SPFs are just loaded. Well, for the most part, 99% of them are loaded up with a lot of different chemicals, which when we're exposed to the sun, we are then baking those chemicals into our skin. And that's what leads to the illnesses or the diseases that we start to accumulate with our skin because our body's basically trying to detox and purge toxins. And we're lathering our body up and then going out in, for example, let's say if it's 100 degrees and there's high UV rays, just baking that into our skin. And, you know, I, I used to like whenever it was summertime, yeah, just go out. You have to be outside because with Illinois, you get it's like nine months of winter, you know, and for the most part, like there's a little splash of summer. And because of that, you know, it just wasn't, you, you just have to be out versus here. You can be out all the time. And yeah, I mean, a lot of times now it's the best time to go out in the sun because you can ground, you can be in peace. You can just listen to nature. You can sun gaze, you know, and it's nice because there's not a lot of people, you know, out. And also too, because sometimes when there's a lot of people as well, too, there's a lot of garbage and stuff gets thrown all over the place. And unfortunately the trails, you know, get a little, in my opinion, damaged because of that and it kind of starts to lose that sacred energy versus when you're just by yourself in nature with peace it's just a whole different world do you uh you know for anyone listening who's like well what do you do you're gonna get sunburned i i know what i do and, and kind of build it up and and we have some natural products and things like that what do you do when you go out in the sun and you're hiking and 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 it's the middle of the day middle of the summer so basically i mean there's a couple different things you could look into coconut oil uh, you can look into carrot seed oil. You can do a uh, non-nano zinc oxide. You know, those are three different things that you can do. Um, and you can build up a base tan. That's the most important part. You know, if you're going, like, for example, nine months of winter and you haven't seen the sun at all, you know, you need to at least go outside and build up a base tan because you're going to burn right away and your skin's going to hate you, you know, for going through that process. So I would say building up a base tan is very important. And then we do a lot of stuff with coconut oil, with shea butter, you know, mango butter, lots of different butters because they keep the skin hydrated. And then if you want, if you feel that the sun rays are going to impact you or, you know, they're going to burn you because your skin is so fair and you haven't had, you know, anything uh, of a tan, you can then do, like I said, the carrot seed oil or the zinc oxide. Uh, but make sure it's non-nano because those non, if it's not nano, sorry, if it's not non-nano, those nanoparticles can go right into your skin and then seep into your liver and your kidneys and your organs. And that's a lot of the times the problem with a lot of this new stuff they're coming out, especially post, you know, 2022 with all this nanotechnology and putting nano things and everything. They want to avoid anything that has nanoparticles. I'm reading a book about, uh, you know, the, the Younger Dryas, if I pronounce it correctly, period in 9600 BC when a comet, a number of scientists think a comet hit the, the earth and a number of things, it, it, you know, and they discussed that the, the comet hit. And uh, after that, the there was no sun. And so it cooled. And as I'm reading it, I'm like, well, that just sounds like Illinois. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And there. And the, and the thing is, the sunshine really plays a big part on our moods, our energy, how we function, how our brain, you know, fires. And if we take that a step further, the lighting in your house also makes a difference too, right? Because we need red rays. Red rays are what heal us. They wake us up. They get the body going. They get the blood flowing. Blue rays on the opposite make us crazy, like the moon, because it's mm -hmm. going to be a full moon today. They make us crazy. Um, you know, it's a completely different light spectrum. So, if, you know, if, if we have this healing frequency outside with the sun, that's from sunset and sunrise, you know, we also want to bring that into our house and also have lights that are incandescent that also operate at the same spectrum as the sun so that we don't have LEDs, which operate at the same spectrum as blue light as the moon, which make us crazy.
So, you know, when you really look at these wave spectrums and why we have what we have, everything's in perfect harmony. And that's why us going out in nature and being in the sun, you just feel great. You feel refreshed. You feel in lot, you know, alive. Versus if I sat in this room all day for 10 hours a day, I'm going to feel like a crazy person because number one, all everything around me, you know, would be synthetic. And the lights, if they are LEDs, um, they will drive you insane because the blue light burns out the back of the eyes, you know, causes headaches, uh, destroys your DNA and damages your body pretty much as a whole. And that's what blue line blue light was designed for. Which is, you just described a scenario that we were told to do for the last two and a half years, which was sit inside with your, your, your unhealthy lights and, and then add on top of that, stare at the TV and get fearful and scared the entire time. It's no surprise people were, were magically getting sick. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing is like when we're put into a box, you know, we're going to develop all types of problems. You're going to develop anxiety. You're going to develop stress. You know, you haven't been connecting with nature. The reason I say connecting so much with nature is because, for example, if you go outside and there's a tree outside and you hug that tree, you're going to root yourself or ground yourself right into the earth, deep into the earth, not, not just above surface, but those roots are going hundreds and hundreds of feet, almost a mile down. So you're connecting to the earth to harmonize your body. That's what the Schumann frequency is, 7.83 hertz. It's harmonizing the body. So when we do barefoot grounding or if you go out and sit in the sun, or you just go on a hike, you know, just out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you're reconnecting with nature and balancing everything that you have maybe an issue with. So a lot of people like have, you know, if they have stress or anxiety, barefoot grounding, huge solution. You know, just make sure you're not doing it around power lines or anything that's electrical, mm -hmm. but huge solution because now your cells are getting time to recalibrate and balance themselves. You know, and then the other thing too is if like, for example, you have blood pressure issues or anything related to like some sort of stress or like over, you know, overabundance, I guess, of stimulation, you know, barefoot grounding out in nature, same thing, calms that down too, so that the mind can be focused, but then the body can recalibrate. Because when we were locked inside, like you were saying, in the house for hours and hours and hours and people, you know, maybe weren't going outside, well, now that you're not recalibrating, you're in an electrical field that's got sockets, it's got lights, it's got electric fans, it's got, you know, pipes running through the walls that are more electric, you're being electrocuted while you're in these situations without realizing it. And then that causes overstimulation, which leads to an anxiety like symptom. Real quick, I, you know, and last time we talked a little bit about Cultivate Elevate. Mm -hmm. And here you talked about leaving Illinois and before we were talking about that, that you had a gym and, and you were in health and fitness. What is, what was the driving force between creating Cultivate Elevate and for people out there who have an idea for a company who may say, oh my, Cultivate Elevate, he's got to source the material. Oh, he puts them in a bag, they're shipping, there's all that, and it's so scary what would you say to someone who's considering doing something like that, but just can't get past it? That's a whole lot of stuff. I would say you just got to start, you know, that's pretty much what it is. You got to just, just try, you know, that's the easiest way. I mean, there's no easy way of knowing what to do with a business. Like we've had multiple businesses and tried different businesses and some failed, some worked, some did really well and then they failed and then, or they worked, you know, in the beginning and then they didn't work or whatever else. But I would say you just have to, you honestly just have to try and then do research. I mean, you can find everything you want, like even just a podcast like we're doing right now or just even talking. 
you can find so much information. We have the information at our fingertips all the time. I mean, you can, you can Google anything. Like there's anything you want to know, whether it's tax code, whether it's, you know, import fees, whether it's how to source something, whether it's, I don't know, how to begin something. Everything is there and it's all at your fingertips. It's just typing in the right words and sit and brainstorm, you know, write things down and brainstorm so that you can move yourself ahead to a goal. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to stay place, stay com- complacent at that spot that you're trying to be. So like even for us, you know, we started our company because we wanted to help heal and really, you know, put out information as well too. You know, I wanted to put out as much information that I learned that I thought would maybe be helpful for somebody else. And it resonated with a lot of people. I also wanted to make products that would also help heal people at the cellular level because that's where we're being attacked and that's where we're being damaged at. So I wanted to do the combination, but it was just one step at a time. We started with one product, which was lion's mane mushroom in a bulk container like this big, and then just started doing different products and testing things. And maybe a new product would come out. It didn't work, you know, so we would maybe do something else or I'd formulate a new product. Um, maybe the packaging had to be changed because of X, Y, and Z, you know, just different things. It's, it's really trial and error and just going for it. That's kind of my take on it. How do you source and, and where, for, you know, for people who love having healthy, organic foods, clean foods, uh, how and where do you source? I mean, like freshwater pearl, you know, yes. uh, yeah. I wasn't even aware of that. Um, although it's interesting up here in Sedona, uh, because we, you know, we used to be underwater here, what, uh, yes. a long time ago, we went to Oak Creek and I find seashells. Yes. It's pretty amazing. And I was like, oh, there, it, there's, uh, I found seashells over here about five minutes away. So in the middle of the desert right in Scottsdale, right. in, I, I was hiking out, right. And I was going around the corner and I was looking at this rock and I'm like, man, those rocks are different shade of blue, like a really certain azul, like cobalt blue, which is a rare, very rare stone, um, or rare metal, I should say. But I was looking at that and I'm like, is that white shiny thing or whatever? And then it picked up, it was a seashell. And I'm like, the fact that that's underneath there. So this is like, this is, you know, I don't know, thousands or who knows how, old whatever it may be but it's like a lot of this stuff is yeah it's all around us but as for sourcing um you know we connect with our farmers and i talk to people and i reach out to a lot of people and i send a lot of emails and i make a lot of phone calls and i connect with different farmers who are doing things and then make you know business transactions through that so you know making sure that everything is what i'm being told rather than kind of being just told it so you know as we source i find different farmers all over different parts of the world of who are maybe like, for example, in Japan, um, you know, they grow some of the best, I believe, uh, chlorella in the world, you know? So if you're searching for something like that, you know, you would have to reach out to the farmers who are in Japan and a lot of their companies are all public, you know, you can just reach out and whatever else, but they show everything, you know, pictures and describe everything, put videos. But I would say, you know, just go with your gut instinct too. You know, as you're, if you're trying to maybe source a product or something else, go with your gut instinct of who you're talking to, you know, because if there's shady stuff that starts happening, it might not be what you think it is, you know, but you got to really trust your instinct that, you know, and have faith in somebody that, you know, they're not going to lie to you or deceit you. And I do a lot of testing with products, like even the Pearl we just launched and the Dragon's Blood, Mm. a lot of testing prior to even releasing anything. You know, it takes months of testing to figure out just to make sure, like if this is mixed with this, you know, that there's no issues that occur, you know, because for example, um, let's go with just a simple one like ginseng or whatever. You take ginseng with something that's maybe another stimulant like caffeine. It can be too overbearing and too much. 
because now you're stimulated here and stimulated here at the same time. You know, so it's important to understand the balance of how the body works. And basically what I started doing was before I would launch a product, I would understand what parts of the body it's going to feed and those parts that need nutrients, right? So like with the pearl powder, for example, the pearl powder is the highest in calcium, carbonate, highest in magnesium carbonate, highest in selenium, great in amino acids, boost glutathione levels, boost SOD, one of the highest antioxidant foods uh, for also healing the eyes, healing the bones, healing the body, right? It's just pearls are these magical things that have existed that have been used since the dawn of time. So, you know, they're superfoods rather than just, like you said, supplements or vitamins, because supplements or vitamins are synthetic, synthetically created. You know, they don't have all the parts together so that you can absorb them. So, for example, vitamin D, you know, if you take vitamin D on its own and has soy lecithin on the ingredients, well, then that soy lecithin is actually blocking the vitamin D from absorbing into your body. And then also whatever that vitamin D is, let's say it's vitamin D uh, gluconate or something, that form of vitamin D is actually very hard for your body to absorb in the first place because mm -hmm. you might need like a zinc or an iron or some sort of calcium to also absorb it. And that's why I say we should get things from food rather than synthetic things because a synthetic thing does not metabolize in the body the same. And a um, superfood has all of that built together so that it's just food. You just eat it and you absorb it. Well, you mentioned the pearl. Can you go more into pearl and like literally like is it is it what part of the pearl is it from how's it made and and also i know because a lot of it i've been putting it in my coffee yep it, it has very little taste actually when i put it in my coffee um it kind of makes it white it, it's almost like i have creamer and i i don't have creamer um but it can also be done uh, topically and in toothpaste right so yes. if you yeah. could if you could let people know because i had never heard it was i'm like pearl really so basically, back in the day, if we go back into the Mayan culture, they actually used to use pearls as teeth replacements when a person lost their tooth, because mm -hmm. the pearl has the exact same DNA as a human. And so in the calcium spectrum, so they would take a pearl and put it into the mouth and replace the tooth that was actually lost, because it was identical to a human. So pearls are magical, very, very magical. They're very high in calcium, very high in magnesium, selenium, amino acids. Um, but they're very, very fascinating for healing the bones. Um, you know, boosting vitamin D as well and getting the body just strong, right? The problem with, for example, like calcium supplements, vitamin D supplements, selenium supplements, and these things is that the, they're not in a carbon structure, right? So they're harder to absorb. So Pearl offers calcium carbonate, which is the highest form of absorbable calcium, magnesium carbonate, which is the highest form of magnesium. And then all the other minerals are in a carbonated form so that the body can easily absorb that. Now, the difference is, is that when we go to take a calcium supplement that's not in that form, it just builds up in the body or just is excreted. So calcium gives you this magical amount of calcium and magnesium, which are the two building blocks of our body, right? Everybody takes magnesium supplements. They're, they're stressed. They have their, their adrenals are firing too much. You can just use pearl powder to get your magnesium and your calcium that you're trying to get, and you can toss any of the vitamins and supplements that you're taking with calcium and magnesium. Uh, the other things too is you can use it topically for your skin because it helps regrow and rebuild the connective tissues that are in between each cell. So that's what pearl powder was used for with the whole beauty world was basically rebuilding collagen and the skin. And then lastly with pearl, you can use it as a toothpaste, right? Because what's happening is we have toothpaste that have fluoride, which is neurotoxins that 
you know, debilitate our mouth. And then they put citric acid also in toothpaste, which burns the teeth. And there's mm -hmm. studies linked to that as well, too, which so then it causes corrosion. But pearl, you can actually use it as a toothpaste. You just put a pinch on your, tooth, your toothbrush and you can use it as a pearl paste. Um, I'm sorry, as a toothpaste because it's remineralizing the calcium, magnesium, selenium, and all those aminos are remineralizing the mouth so that your teeth can be strong. So you just you mix know, it with some water and it forms yeah. a paste. And you, yeah. just little, you could, or you could just like dip your toothbrush into the, into the bag or put it into a little container. And then you just put that and you can put like some peppermint oil if you want. Um, you could, you know, you can mix it and match it with that. Uh, if you want, you can do a little pinch of baking soda if you want it <laughs> just salt, you know, but, um, yeah, it's simple. You can use it with coconut oil pulling too, as well. Hmm. You can do coconut oil, oil pulling and put a little pearl in there as well too. That'll remineralize and get things going. But, Back in the day, you know, they didn't have toothpaste and they didn't have a lot of the things that we have and all these 9,000 different selections or 9 million different selections of vitamins and supplements. And they just ate what was in nature and nature provided all of those nutrients. So that's why I was like, Pearl, this has got to be released because of the fact that the study that I read, which was the most fascinating study, and it's off of Google now, it's gone. Like you can't actually find it. So I just have to quote it, unfortunately. But this, uh, I think it's a Japanese doctor. She gave her, um, her patients 1500 milligrams of pearl powder either once or twice a day. And after 60 days, 66% of her patients, their cataracts were completely uh, fixed. And that wow. was, so, you know, and that was one study and there's multiple other studies talking about cataracts and pearl powder. Because what's happening is, is you're getting all this like buildup in the eyes and the eyes can't regenerate because of the LEDs that are constantly flickering, you know, so you're getting all this buildup and there's nothing to feed the eyes. And that's where pearl, it kind of looks like an eyeball when you think about it, but the pearl feeds the eyeballs because the fact that these need nutrients as well. You know, your eyes and your, every part of your body needs a nutrient. And when I found that out, I was like, you know what, with all the rollout of all this LED and all these new lights and all this nonsense that we're facing that we're like blinded from and have to wear blue light glasses and whatever, there's got to be a solution to heal. And all those published studies are now deleted, you know, mm -hmm. so you can't see them. You can see them on websites, like people have them quoted on websites, but the actual studies are just gone. They were all studies that were taking place in, uh, in Asia, and it was all done with like the people who study the fish. They were studying the fish, and they started. So they were like, "Hmm, if it's working on the fish, why don't I test it on humans and see if it'll work with them?" So they did all these studies, and they put together all these people who had cataracts, and they figured out that it was phenomenal for that. The other one it was really great in was glutathione. A lot of people mm -hmm. suffer from low glutathione levels. They showed studies where pearl would double your glutathione levels within only eight weeks. So very fast changes. It's just what I realize is, is once something absorb is as absorbable, it instantaneously fixes something like it's, you know, it's like that. This is why a lot of this stuff has been kept secret from us, because in my opinion, it can fix things very, very fast. You know, if someone's suffering from anxiety or stress or any type of, you know, uh, un, they can't relax. They need something that's going to give them the right nutrients so they can also relax. But if they're, you know, bombarded all the time, it's very hard for them to do that. Or if they go to the store and they only have, like I said, one ingredient, magnesium, whatever. As soon as they stop taking the magnesium, they still have that imbalance and then they need to go buy the magnesium again. Whereas the pearl is bringing in the nutrients and rebalancing so that the body stays at its homeostasis the entire time. Yeah. And some of those supplements, I mean, my pearl, my thing of pearl powder will last me a long time. And some of these supplements 
are twice the price and they're gone in like two weeks. Yes. You yes. Yes. If, yes. if, if, if they're even clean supplements without the fillers and yes, and that's why like, even when we were doing our stuff, we wanted to make sure that everybody got enough, right. So that you have enough for your family and friends and everybody else, but a good amount, you know, and some of these things like with dragon's blood and pearl powder, um, you don't need a lot, you know, you really don't need as much as you really think. So it's like, you know, as you bring in these superfoods, it's like, we need less, you know, but we don't really realize it until we start taking these things and start feeling better. But yeah, unfortunately, when I used to buy vitamins and supplements back in the day when I was in the fitness world, you know, I'd go through things in seven days. You know, it was like, uh, and I was like, how does this make any sense? I just bought this and it's totally done. If I actually take the servings, I'm done in seven days, you know? So I'm like, this is kind of silly. And then I would notice is once I would stop, I would have to take them maybe two weeks later because everything started coming back again. So it was like, it's not actually fixing or feeding my body. And that's why we went with the superfood route to actually feed the body so that the body starts to rebalance. You know, I had a lady who had chronic pain uh, for four and a half years and she started her shilla shot and her pain is gone, you know, and it was remarkable. She's like, you know, I haven't seen anything. I've never felt this good. I cannot believe that four years of going through all the pain in her back, like her back was pretty much, she couldn't walk much and whatever else. But she, she basically said like, once I started putting the nutrients in, my pain started going away. You know, and it's like, that's never talked about. We're always, you know, band-aiding the situation or taking anti-inflammatories or whatever it may be. But in reality, we just need nutrients to help to heal the cells because that's the cells are crying out like, please just feed me some nutrients so we could fix those things.